0: This is an encore edition of the Hour of Intercession. Everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the book of Psalms. Psalm 1, beginning at verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Again, all of Psalm 1. then looking in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, so the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament. And divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit whose seed is in itself according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth, and it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth, above the earth, across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created great sea creatures, and every living thing that moves with which the waters abounded according to their kind and every winged bur- every winged bird according to its kind and God saw that it was good and God blessed them saying be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let birds multiply on the earth so the evening and the morning were the fifth day then God said let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth, each according to its kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle Which is on the face of all the earth And every tree whose fruit yields seed To you it shall be for food Also to every beast of the earth And to every bird of the air And to everything that creeps on the earth In which there is life I have given every green herb for food And it was so Then God saw everything that he had made And indeed it was very good So the evening and the morning were the sixth day Verses 1-31 through All of Genesis chapter 1. Father, we thank you once again for the wonderful and the blessed and the precious gift of your word. Thank you for the truth that as we read your word, we're hearing from you, our Heavenly Father, our Eternal Father, the Creator of the universe, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And it's our privilege, our honor to hear you speak words of blessing, words of life, words of grace, words of encouragement, words of power, words of peace into our minds, our hearts and our lives each and every day. Father, more and more help us to fall more in love with you and with your word, and help us to be wise enough to fill our minds, our hearts, our lives with your word, and to learn to move in the power of your word, moment by moment, more and more with every passing day. We thank you for the gift, the precious gift of your word. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer, and he's going to lead us in a word of prayer this time. Father, we join the writer of Jude, who said to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Father, we come to to praise your holy name today. We come to thank you, Father, for your loving kindness that we wake up to every morning, your, your great faithfulness, your mercies. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. Thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We're still inviting and encouraging our listeners to call in to share listener testimonies as we're coming up just a few weeks away from our Fall share We're still hoping to hear from you if we haven't heard from you already. If the Lord has used American Family Radio in your life to strengthen you, to help you come to know Jesus, or to help you grow up in your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, again, we're hoping to hear from you. If the Lord used AFR to help strengthen you and your life as a disciple, to help you and your family in growing closer to the Lord and becoming more of the discipleship family the Lord would have us to be, we're hoping that you will give us a call. The number to call in and share your listener testimony is 1-877-876-8893. Again, that's 1-877-876-8893. If the Lord used the hour of intercession to strengthen and encourage you this broadcast or any and all the all the other broadcasts on the network. Again, if you'll give us a call, you just might hear your testimony in our upcoming shareathon. One one more time, the number to call 1 877 876 8893. We hope to hear from you. Today we're looking at a, a couple topics specifically here. Uh, the initial topic is when children read the Word of God. Again, when children read the Word of God and you know uh, I started out by sharing Psalm 1. Psalm 1 is a short psalm, but keep in mind I read Psalm 1 which is the first chapter in the book of Psalms, and then I went back and read Genesis chapter 1. Both of those are initial chapters in particular books in the six within the 66 books of the Word of God. Now note this very important reality. You know, when God gives us any book, he introduces that book with, obviously, chapter 1. Well, the fact that, you know, you think of Psalm 1, psalm, one of the key themes of the whole book of Psalms is worship. But another critically important theme in the, in, in the book of Psalms is the psalm of the gift of God's Word. And Psalm 1 opens up by helping us to better understand what a gift God's Word is to us. Well, Genesis chapter 1 opens up, where God basically, through this chapter, He introduces Himself, and He tells us about His creation, and what a wonderful way for Him to introduce Himself by sharing with us how He created us and the world we live in. And also, He uses words to help us better understand that words were the tools He used to create the universe, but also He communicates to us His truth, His life, His blessing through His words as well. Well, we have the honor, the privilege, the gift, and the blessing it is to open God's word every single day. And when we read the word of God, we're blessing ourselves, we're rewarding ourselves, we're encouraging ourselves. But also it can bless and encourage the heart of God anytime any of his children are reading God's word. And so, it's important that you and I as believers make time spending time in God's word, reading and meditating on God's word one of the high priorities of our day every single day. We get to hear from our Heavenly Father, the creator of the universe. And remember, he'll spend as much time with you as you'll spend with him. But parents, I can't overemphasize how important it is that we make it a very high priority to help plant God's Word in the hearts of our children as well. Keep in mind, our children need the Word of God more than they need the air that they breathe. Remember, God's Word is what actually sustains us moment by moment. God's Word is what helps us just to be alive moment by moment. The Lord Jesus Christ told us, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds forth from the mouth of God. You know, that's a simple statement, a powerful statement the Lord Jesus made concerning God's Word. But it's a powerful statement that you and I would be wise to spend a lot of time reading and meditating and thinking on, Think about that again, what Jesus said. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds forth from the mouth of God. Now, human beings all over the world understand we all need bread. Yes, we need bread. We need food to sustain us, to nourish us, to strengthen us, to help us to live day by day. But how many grasp that the precious word of God is even more important to us than the bread that we consume to nourish our bodies? God's Word ministers to our mind, body, and spirit. It nourishes our mind, body, and spirit. It blesses our mind, body, and spirit. And it gives life and grace and strength to our mind, body, and spirit. Nothing blesses us like the Word of God. So parents, when we make time to have our children to read the Word of God out loud every single day, that is literally one of the most important activities your child will engage in, if not the most important activity your child will engage in, all day or night long. Your child, when your son or your daughter is reading the word of God, they're spending time listening to Jesus. They're spending time in the presence of Jesus. They're spending time allowing Jesus to touch their lives, their minds, their hearts, their entire being. How important it is that we as believers make it a priority. And of course, I pretty regularly encourage Believers who listen to have the to set the goal of reading at least three chapters in the Bible every single day. And we encourage parents to have your children to read three chapters out loud to you every single day. That may take all of about 10, 15 or so minutes, 12 to 15 minutes. That's not a whole lot of time. And remember, you have four segments of 15 in an hour. You have 24 hours in a day. So when a person says to themselves, I don't have time to do that, My, how we can fool ourselves sometimes. We have time for what we want to do. You and I are wise to want to spend that time with the Word of God. And, of course, wise people may often say, well, probably will often say, 15 minutes is not enough time for me. I want to spend more time with Jesus in his Word. So that's a wise thing to do. Father, thank you, Lord, for the privilege, the opportunity that you give us as parents of being able to, spend time having our children to read your word every single day lord help us to grow and help us as parents to grow in our understanding of the fact that there's nothing our children need more than the precious and powerful and wonderful word of god help us to make time every single day to allow our children to sit and read your word and thus sit at the feet of jesus receive his wisdom his grace his life his power his blessing his encouragement, and so much more. Thank you for the gift of your word and the privilege of having our children read it to us every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. We're looking at the topic, When Children Read the Word of God. We'll be right back. Planet Shakers with only way reminding us that Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life and eternal salvation. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as today we look at the topic when children read the Word of God, and we're encouraging every single parent listening, make it your goal, one of the high priorities of your day, every day, to open the Word of God and have your children to open the Word of God and read. Three chapters out loud to you each and every day. Again, very important. It's very important for you to keep in mind that never say, I don't have time. Again, that's you might almost compare that to saying, I don't have time to breathe. We make time for what's important to us. Make it your goal. Make it a high priority to have your child to sit and read the Word of God out loud to you every day and thus help them to plant the precious and powerful Word in their hearts and their lives every single day. You know, sports have their place, but they're not anywhere near as important as helping your child get the Word of God in their lives. Soccer is okay in its place, football, baseball. None of that is as important as getting God's powerful Word in the mind and the heart of your children. Our children desperately need Jesus, period. And so having them to read the Word of God, again, is very, very important. You know, our children are precious. We love them. They're precious to us in so, so many ways. And, you know, often they make us, as parents, laugh, cry, and many other emotions as well, but they're precious. They're But they're even more precious to God. And as wise parents, helping to plant the Word in their hearts and their lives is so, so important. I'm reminded of the story of a little girl who she asked her dad one day, Dad, can we get a cat? And the dad said apologetic, apologetically to his little girl, Oh, honey, I'm sorry, but we can't. Uh, get a cat. I can't be in the same house as a cat. I'm allergic to them. And the little girl quickly replied, "Well, Dad, you could live outside." Well, that's the way children think sometimes. You know, they're not quite thinking things through because they ch- children think like children. Reminded of another instance, a story of a young boy, a seven, eight years old, goes to church one day and he sees a particular man. And he walks up to him and he starts walking circles at the man, walking circles around him, looking him up and down, up and down. And finally, the older gentleman said, boy, what are you looking at? And the young boy said, oh, my daddy said you were two-faced and I was looking for your other face. Well, this little boy heard something, heard his dad say something he wasn't supposed to hear. So parents are reminded that we have to be careful about how we talk and speak for our children. They are listening they are learning from us every single day they are listening they are learning from us every single day let one of the lessons they learn from us as parents is realize that reading god's word is a high priority for a priority in the minds and the hearts of dad and mom because they have me read the word of god every single day let that be one of the very important lessons your children learn from you i want to share an article that i wrote it was placed on the AFA stand entitled, Children Who Read the Word of God. Again, the title is Children Who Read the Word of God. And if you'd like to get a copy, simply email me. i will be glad to send it to you. Again, the title, Children Who Read the Word of God. Psalm 119, Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. First Timothy, chapter 4, verse 13. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. And then Romans 12, one and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Again, Romans 12, one and 2. And then Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes." You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. Many parents have never encouraged their children to read the Word of God out loud. It's simply not been a priority. Christian parents often take their children to Sunday school and church, and that's a great thing. But sadly, having their children read the Word of God out loud to them every day, along with church attendance, is just not been that important to too many Christian parents. Allow me to make a case for why it would be very wise to change this reality in the life of your family. Consider this important question and the answers to it. What happens when a child reads the Word of God? What takes place in the life of a young person who is faithfully taking the time to read God's Word every single day? Number one, that child is spending time with Jesus. Jesus. He or she is spending time interacting with Jesus as they take time to read his powerful word. That child is spending time listening to the wisdom, grace, power, and insight of the creator of the universe. John chapter 1, verse 1, John 6, 63, and Romans 12, 1 and 2. What more productive activity could your child possibly be doing? Number two, that young person is receiving the most powerful life-changing, and uplifting insight in all of the universe. The transforming power of the Word of God is working on the mind and heart of this young person. The Word of God is impacting this youth in very many fruitful ways, Romans 12, 1 and 2, and Proverbs 1 and Proverbs 2. Number three, this youth is spending time in the presence of Christ and God. And when any person spends time in the presence of God, he or she will not be the same on the other side of that time. John chapter 1, verse 1. Researchers at the Center for Bible Engagement found some interesting insights about the importance of and place of reading Scripture in the life of a believer. According to their research, the life of someone who engages and spends time in Scripture four or more times a week looks radically different from the life of someone who does not they discovered that the lives of believers who do not engage the Bible most days of the week, three days or less, are statistically the same as the lives of unbelievers. Spending time reading and meditating on Scripture daily is much more important than so many really grasp. So, parents, if you begin the family habit of having your child read the Word of God out loud to you daily, great things can begin to happen in your child's heart. Why is it important for your child to read out loud to you, the parent? Because you know for sure that he or she has spent time reading the Word of God. Sometimes a parent may tell a child, go read your Bible. Maybe the child will, maybe not. Our children are human beings, and as much as we like to think our children will do what we tell them, that has not always been true. When you make time each day to have them read the Word of God out loud to you, you can know This for a fact. You know that they have spent time reading the Word of God that particular day. Children and youth today are filling their minds with something. Sadly, too often, it's been darkness, toxic toxic information, and wicked worldly thinking and perspectives. Too many youths have filled their minds with pornography, online garbage, demonic insights from dark movies and TV shows, horror movies, etc. And too many youths spend hours playing dark video games and doing things online that are very negative spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and otherwise. The blessed Word of God is pure light. There's absolutely nothing better for our children spiritually, mentally, and emotionally than the precious Word of God. We're told in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The word of God heals all the ills of life. Let me read that again. The word of God heals all the ills of life. The word of God is pregnant with the ability to bless us. The transforming power of God's word is undeniable. It's powerful and it's very mighty in every way for good. Beginning the habit of having your child read God's word out loud daily, is very, very fruitful. It's a great way to help focus the power of God's Word onto and into the lives of our children. Today is a great day to start this family discipleship goal with your children. It'll help produce eternal fruit in their hearts, their minds, and their lives. Again, the title of that article is Children Who Read the Word of God. And again, I'd be glad to. In fact, I want you to email me. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, you. The email, joseph at AFR.net. Please email us and get a copy of this. I don't want you to spend time reading and thinking about it. And then prayerfully, my encouragement to every parent listening, every single parent listening, make it your goal to begin to have your children to read the Word of God out loud to you each and every day. And also, grandparents, we're not going to leave you out too. Again, find creative ways to, if your grandchildren don't, if you don't get to see them often in person, use one of the main uses for, well, in fact, the most important use for the telephone, your cell phone, is for kingdom purposes. Call them up regularly and have them to read. And granddad, grandmom, spend a little change. You know, tell them, hey, granddad's going to drop some money in the mail for you because you read this for me. And, you know, it's not overkill at all to invite them to actually read for you every single day. Because, you know, for some grandchildren, if a grandparent is wise enough to make this a priority, that grandparent is the only person that's really encouraging that child, that grandchild to get into the Word of God every single day. And what a wonderful thing it is for the grandchild to when they think of granddad or grandmom to think, oh, granddad and grandmom, they love the Bible. They love reading scripture. That must be important because it's important to granddad and grandma. What a great lesson for them to learn from you. But come up with ways to Uh, incentivize them to get into God's Word. Think of ways to help plant the Word of God in the lives of your children. And if you happen to not have children or even grandchildren, just make it a priority to begin to um, you know, come up with ways to encourage children, maybe in your church family or even in your community by phone. Hey, call Mr. Smith up and read such and such a thing for me, and I'll give you $5, you know, whatever. But figure out ways to encourage kids to get, Word of God in them. You might be the only person in their life that's helping them to get into God's Word. How important. Father, thank you for the opportunity, the privilege, the honor it is for us to help our children, our grandchildren, our other young people to begin to plant your precious and powerful Word in their hearts and their minds each and every day. What a blessing, what a privilege it is to help plant your eternal Word in their hearts and their lives. And Lord, There's nothing our children need more. Help us to grasp that it's a great task, a great opportunity, great privilege it is for us to help our children to put your word in their minds and their hearts. Father, in a world where so many children are involved in so many tragically dark things and are experiencing tragic experiences, your word is the answer to all of our problems. In a world where so many children that are young and at the place where they're just ready to begin life. Sadly, some of them are even in elementary and middle school and high school years or wanting to, to take their own lives and because too much darkness has accumulated in their lives and they've been misled by the enemy. Lord, help us to be wise enough to help them know your word is the answer to everything, every ill, every problem, every challenge, every difficulty. And if our children would but begin to get into your word, you would speak words of wisdom and grace to help them realize that Jesus really is the answer to everything. What a blessing. What a privilege it is. Father, more and more, help us to fall more in love with you and with your word. And help us to be wise enough to be daily filling up on your word ourselves. And help us to be wise enough to come up with ways to help our children fill up on your word every single day. Help us to be wise enough, again, as grandparents, great-grandparents, as uncles and aunts and simply people who love young people, creative ways to help them to put your powerful word in their hearts and their minds every single day. Lord, help us to be mindful, Lord, that your word is powerful all by itself. As our children are simply consuming your word, your word's working on them. Your word is ministering to them. Your word is blessing them. Your word is drawing them to yourself. What a powerful gift your word is to us. What a privilege it is to get into that word every single day. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're looking at the topic today. When children read the word of God. We'll be right back. Forever music of Toby Mac with It's You. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Today we're looking at the topic, when children read the Word of God. And we're encouraging every parent listening, if you haven't done this already, make it a priority to begin to start the habit with your family, to have each of your children read at least three chapters in the Bible out loud to you every single day because this is a very important, very productive discipleship activity in your home. Nothing will do for your child what time in the Word of God will do for them. Remember, when they're reading the Word of God, Jesus himself is discipling them. He's working on them. He's ministering to their mind, body, and spirit. And nothing else ministers to your whole being like the precious Word of God does. God's Word is so profound. God's Word tells us in Psalm 119, verse 105, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And the Lord Jesus tells us in Mark, excuse me, Matthew chapter 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds forth from the mouth of God. I want to share with you an account a young mom wrote and shared this with me. She wrote it down, and I asked her to, and she wrote it down. I'm going to share with you her account about an interaction with her son that taught her and her son a great lesson. She's simply entitled, As for Me and My House. When my oldest son, Bud, was about 16, I frequently found myself at odds with him about one thing or another. I was a relatively new Christian. He was not yet saved. I was feeling my way around in my new faith. He was fully dedicated to testing it at every turn. One day I decided we needed a family outing. My two younger children were delighted and excited. Bud was not. As usual, his behavior was less than respectful. I knew the outing would be a complete disaster if his attitude persisted, so I told him he would not be allowed to attend. I also required that he spend his time at home in profitable pursuit. Bud, while we are gone, I want you to start reading the book of Joshua, and you had better read it. There will be a quiz when I get home. I think he was glad to have the house to himself for the afternoon without the happy Christians around to bug him, but not very pleased at his assigned at his assignment punishment. When we returned a few hours later, a very animated bud greeted us at the door, pointing excitedly at the pages of an open bible uh, of excuse me, pointing excitedly at the pages of an open bible. Mom, he exclaimed, "Have you read this?" "Yes, of course," I answered. "Mom, this is so cool. You need to hear what Joshua did. I mean, he was really cool." For Bud, that marked the beginning of a lifelong love of the Word of God. He came to the knowledge of Jesus Christ a few months later and became a student of the Bible. He was graduated. He has graduated from a Christian college and is now writing Sunday School Curriculum. How do we reach the heart of a rebellious teenager? Through God's Word. His Holy Spirit is faithful to bring forth fruit in the hardest heart. And a young mom by the name of Patricia, she shared that very powerful and encouraging story about herself and her son. I want to share another interesting account that was shared Um, And it's about a a young boy who's putting the Word of God to work. You know, we're all called to be involved in the great work of carrying out the Great Commission, going to all the world and make disciples. Let me share this true account, uh, again, shared by another parent. The little boy put on his clothes for the cold and then told his father, Okay, Dad, I'm ready. His dad, the pastor, said, Ready for what? Dad, it's time to go outside and distribute our flyers. Dad replied, "'Son, it's very cold outside, and it's drizzling.'" The child looked surprised at his father and said, "'But, Dad, people need to know about God, even on rainy days.'" Dad replied, "'Son, I'm not going outside in this weather.'" With despair, the child said, "'Dad, can I go alone, please?' His father waited for a moment, then he said, "'Son, you can go. Here's the flyers. Be careful.'" "'Thanks, Dad.'" And with this, the sun went out into the rain. The 11-year-old walked all the streets of the village, handing out the flyers to the people he saw. After two hours walking in the rain and in the cold, and with his last flyer in his hand, he stopped in a corner to see if he saw someone to give the flyer to. But the streets were totally deserted. Then he turned to the first house he saw, walked to the front door, touched the bell several times, and waited, but no one came out. Finally, the boy turned to leave, but something stopped him. The child turned back to the door and began to touch the de- touch the bell and pound the door strongly with his knuckles. He kept waiting. Finally, the door was opened gently. A lady came out with a very sad look and gently asked, "'What can I do for you, son?' with radiant eyes and a bright smile the child said "lady i'm sorry if i upset you but i just want to tell you that god really loves you and that i came to give you my last flyer which talks about god and his great love" then the, excuse me then the boy gave her the flyer she just said "thank you son god bless you" well next sunday morning the pastor was in the pulpit when the service began And he asked this question. Someone has a testimony or something they want to share? Gently in the back row of the church, an older lady stood up. When she started talking, a radiant and glorious look sprouted from her eyes. Nobody in this church knows me. I've never been here before. Even last Sunday, I was not a Christian. My husband died a long while ago, leaving me totally alone in this world. Last Sunday was a particularly cold and rainy day, and it was also in my heart, and it and it was also in my heart that on that day I came to the end of the road, since I had no hope and didn't want to live anymore. Then I took a chair and a rope and went up to the attic of my house. I tied one end of the rope to the rafters of the roof. Then I climbed onto the chair and put the uh, and put the other end of the rope around my neck. I then stood on the chair so alone and heartbroken. I was about to throw myself off the chair when suddenly I heard the loud sound of the door being knocked. So I thought, I'll wait for a minute and whoever it is will go away. I waited and waited, but the door knocking was getting louder and louder every time. It got so loud that I couldn't ignore it anymore. So I wondered, who could it be? No one ever comes close to my door or comes to visit me. I released the rope from my neck and went to the door while the bell was still ringing and the door was still being knocked on. When I opened the door, I couldn't believe what my eyes saw. In front of my door was the most radiant and angelic child I've ever seen. He smiled. Oh, I could never describe what his smile looked like. The words that came out of his mouth made my heart dead so long ago, come back to life. When he said with the voice of a, of, a, of a cherub, Lady, I just want to tell you that God really loves you. When the little angel disappeared between the cold and the rain, I closed my door and read every word of the flyer. Then I went to the attic to remove the chair and the rope. I didn't need them anymore. As you see, now I am a happy daughter of the king. As the direction of the boy, excuse me, as the direction of the boy when he left was to this church, I came personally to say thank you to that little angel of God who came just in time and, in fact, to rescue my life from an, et- from an eternity in hell and replaced it with an eternity in God's presence. Everyone cried in the church. The pastor came down from the pulpit to the first bench of the front. Where the little angel was sitting, he took his son in his arms and cried uncontrollably. Don't let this message die of cold. Be mindful of the example of a faithful little boy to carry the gospel to the world. Let us all be involved in that work. Father, thank you, Lord, for the fact that your word saves us, heals us, helps us, guides us, Your word commissions us to be about the work of carrying the gospel to a world that desperately needs it. Your word teaches us what our priorities are. Your word teaches us to seek you, to seek your heart, to seek to hear you, obey you, and follow you. Help us, Lord, to become much more faithful hearers and doers of your word every day of our lives and help us to make it a high priority to disciple our children, to help them to come to know Christ, to help them to grow up in Christ, to become students of your word, and to help them to be faithful hearers and doers of your word as well. Thank you for that privilege and opportunity. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. As today, we've been looking at the topic, when children read the word of God. And so once again, we're encouraging you, parents, dads, and moms, if you don't have the habit of having each of your children to read three chapters out loud in the Bible to you every single day, every single day, Today is a wonderful day, a great day to start that very, very important habit. We hope that you'll prayerfully consider doing just that. Father, anoint every listener to be stirred to make it a high priority to both get into your Word every day and to help our children to read the Word out loud to us every day and be blessed by your precious Word as well. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, as we usually do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today, And you have never made the all-important step of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior. Today is a great day, a wonderful day to be saved. Today is a great day to commit your heart and your whole life to the Lord Jesus Christ. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins three days later you rose up from the dead so that i could be saved lord i confess i've sinned and done wrong in many many ways lord i repent and turn from all the wrong i've done lord jesus forgive me for all the wrongs i've done lord jesus Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. In the word of God, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, today, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all of my life. Help me to follow you with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength faithfully. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to be in touch with you. My email, once again, is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you some literature that's going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Some resources that will help you to become a vibrant follower and disciple of the Lord Jesus. Again, the email, joseph at afr.net. And if you'd like to get a copy of the article we read earlier, Children Who Read the Word of God, same email. Simply email us, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to share it with you. We've been looking today at the topic, When Children Read the Word of God. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession.